Welcome to episode number 31 of the Unmapped Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about life, upbringing, education, ideas, morals, current events, politics, passions, and more. My guest today is Peter Vilsayas. Hola, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you the rundown of how the show works. I'm going to put the camera feed away so you don't have to look at yourself because um, that's kind of weird. Um, so... What the format of the show is now is I like having a chronological timeline of all my guests. So what I like starting off with is a little bit of your parents, your upbringing, your like early childhood, going into elementary, middle school, focusing a little bit on high school, then mainly talking about college, what you did there, what you're going to do, and then what your plans are from here on out. That's uh, that's cool. Well, both my parents are uh, Haitian immigrants off the boat when they first came in. My pops came in when he was like... 16 and uh came in with 16 did not know english just just you know his best he went to a high school in brooklyn that's not even existing anymore my mom wait so did he originally immigrate to brooklyn like where like where did he originally immigrate to he went from just from here to to brooklyn okay okay. yeah why was brooklyn the borough of choice do you ever Uh, ask him that i don't know probably i don't know just he just uh I would probably assume because my, my grandfather was a taxi driver when he came here. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not that far from Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So, that's where he mostly did his uh, his routes. But, um, I don't know. They probably just figured out what they... That's probably just where my grandparents okay. just stayed. It know? just, like, made the most sense logistically yeah, for them. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. And then your mom. My mother came... She probably... I think she also lived in Brooklyn. She came here with both my sisters. My mom was uh, married in Haiti, uh, you know... Her and her former husband broke up. They had two kids, and she brought the kids over here, from here to Haiti. They she didn't know. English oh, really? Either. Yeah, I didn't know mom, that. My mom came in with two of my my two. They're my half sisters, but mm-hmm. I really call them my sisters. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like you know, um, and yeah, that was that was yeah. That's I I didn't realize that until I was like older. Like, I didn't realize that like, like a year half, ago. Like your half sisters, technically. Not even that. Oh, but my you. mom literally came with two kids. Not knowing English, that's kind of crazy. That is, that is that's really wild. Crazy. You think about it. So yeah. Um. So so I have three sisters. I'm the only boy and the mm-hmm. favorite. I'd like say that, but <laughs> yeah, I, it's not because I uh, mean you have you have a special place in in your your parents' hearts because yeah, because I'm the only boy. Because to your dad, you're like this is my son. Like this yeah. is gonna be like my my legacy, yeah. the last name. Yeah. You know what I mean, to your mom, year. it's like oh, it's my little boy. Like, exactly. Okay. So yeah, my my mom was a fuck out of me. Like even <laughs> like even when we were kids, me and my sister would get into fights, and I knew I'd be wrong. What you see on your side? I would. She would always be on my side. Like it's not even fair. Like I felt so bad. That's so mean. I know. She immigrated here too. Technically, she I know. This shit. Exactly. She got the you privileged. <laughs> no, I I have another sister that's close to my age. My two okay. older sisters. Oh, so you have you have three sisters. Total, I have three right? sisters. Okay. Two of them were one is like thirty. Fuck, she's one eighty three and the other one's eighty four. So that's so thirty five and thirty four. Twenty and fifteen, thirty yeah, thirty five. Yeah, yeah thirty five and thirty four. Damn, your sisters are old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have another sister that was born in ninety three, and she okay. is what twenty five now. Yeah, yeah. So that sister, me and that sister were like, we always with butt heads. We still do now, but not as much. Like at this point, it's like we're adults. Yeah, yeah. Just. just no, just do your thing. I do my thing. Right. Like, even if you do butt heads, just like, I don't care it's, enough it's to not, keep yeah, I don't it's care. Not I'm, worth just gonna, it. I'm gonna walk away. She would have to do something disrespectful that for me to like <laughs> want to like not actually argue. Yeah, and exactly. get into it. Exactly. So, um, uh, yeah. So most of the time, so my 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 dad, he's a neurologist. Yeah, from from Haiti, he he was able to. He had to spend another year in high school. After mm-hmm. that, he went to Columbia. And after that, That's he went so crazy. to, I blew my mind. So he, did he have a degree finished while he, while he was in Haiti? No, no, he, or, he, oh, no, no, he, he came, came here 16. 16. Sorry, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, so he just graduated from high school. He had to take, he had to do another year because if you don't know English, then it's, yeah. but then, um, yeah, like he always told me this funny ass story about how he, um, on his SAT score, he mm-hmm. went for, he got like a 300, like 340 on his, on his reading. Mm-hmm. He got like a 700 something on his math. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> so he got a thousand on his SAT yeah. scores. But, um, yeah, so my mom was actually already a doctor in, in Haiti, but she had mm-hmm. to do a whole bunch of... Uh, so when, at what age did your mother come over? 27. 27, okay. 27. So at this point, how old is your dad? My dad, I... Um, he's like pretty, he's already, at this point, your father's already established. At this point, my dad, I, in, well, my mom came married 27, so that, what year would that be, 84? 84. 84. 
Yeah, yeah, the yeah. year that he came. Um, so then at that point, my birth, that was born in 1960, so he'd be 24. So that means he's probably two years into medical school at that point. Okay. Or maybe one year, because technically he's a year like after. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be, he'll be one year into medical school. I mean, the fact that he only took an, an ec- one extra year yeah. is still pretty it's crazy. Pretty, it's pretty insane. That's, in, that's impressive. It's pretty insane. Like, it's weird because my... The way it worked out, like, well, to me, I don't think any of my parents have, like, a, what do you call it, an accent. Mm-hmm. But, like, my dad, I feel like he doesn't have an accent at all. My, I can't hear my mom's accent because it's still pretty strong. She came when she was recently yeah, she, she was older when she came She was home. an adult, yeah. yeah. But, like, even at 16, my dad, I feel like he doesn't have, like, a super crazy accent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Also because uh, Haitian, like, really affects your, your... Even if you learn English, like, Haitian is a, is a very yeah. thick tongue, so it affects yeah. your, your language. Yeah. Um, like, even for me, when I talk to some people and I tell them I'm from Bangladesh, like, they're like, oh, like, you have a little bit of, like, that tone. Yeah. Which I always found weird. Like, I, I obviously can't tell. Yeah. But some people... Because in my household, we learned Bengali first. Yeah. So even though I did learn English growing up, yeah. that tongue still affects, like, the way my speech is. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I remember, I remember that time we were walking back... And you were you were talking so in the, to my parents. In the, yeah. to your parents <laughs> and you would say that you had that accent in English. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, because because the thing is in Bengali and like a lot of Indian languages, like there are a lot of words that they use even in the country, like yeah. the motherland, that are just English words, but yeah. we siphon it into like the the English yeah. itself. I mean, into the Bengali itself. Yeah. But we just say it with the accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so I can't even repeat it. But like, like, it really, like, it's not like you were like like. Like, like making fun of somebody with an <laughs> accent. <laughs> That's why I was like, what? Because it's so, not, it's not like, I don't think about it when I yeah, do it. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's a switch. Like, if I wanted yeah. to do it right now, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Because I'm speaking English right now. Yeah. But when I start speaking Bengali, if I have to say an English word somewhere yeah. in the middle, it will come out with the yeah. accent. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Well, yeah. I was actually talking to a friend earlier today. He was trying to learn, uh, he trying to learn Spanish. Yeah. Um, and he's saying like, I, he doesn't know a second language. Yeah. So it's super difficult for him to pick up another language just because his brain doesn't work in that way yeah i mean i try to learn spanish and for me when i think about it in that way i think of it like i try to think of it as like vocab i try to think of it as i'm trying to like like i try not to like i try to like not translate it in english i try to think of it in spanish in a way you know what i mean so it's like like i don't want to like for example let's say i want to say eat in spanish Mm -hmm. right that would be like como Mm -hmm. right I don't want to just have those vocab vocab words switch. Right. You know what I mean? You want to have it like you think of that when you. You mean like you want to build? Accent. You want to build it from the base up and have yeah. it as a separate like diet, like a separate yeah. like library of information. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah, just yeah. not just yeah. translating. Well, that's that's the thing he was trying to bring up. Was yeah. like that that is more uh, uh, uh I, that is more possible for someone who already has a second language just yeah. because of the fact that like for me in particular like I, I my example would be like i have like the database of like bengali words yeah. and like vocabulary and how i speak that and then i have english on like yeah. another side so like incorporating another language like, i tried learning uh, japanese yeah the way i go about learning it it's not like it, it's not completely new to me like the idea of building it from the bottom up is like already something i'm used to mm. um so i think it makes it a little bit more uh, easy but yeah. I, I still haven't learned japanese so yeah and i so, haven't learned yeah. spanish yeah. <laughs> so here we are <laughs> but after a month but i was going in i was going in it's difficult and you have to be committed because once yeah. you stop doing it you forget yeah you, you forget really fast words. yeah i think the easiest way is if you, if you just throw yourself into it or like yeah. into the country yeah because uh, i actually met with my um my uncle he lives in japan yeah um so he he came home today that's why uh i, I wanted to go home especially because I haven't seen him in a long time, yeah. but uh, he can read, write, understand, and fluently speak Japanese because he's lived in Japan. Like his wife's Japanese, and all that. So he like literally threw himself into the culture. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, I have to learn this. Yeah, and he he you, like you can do all of it. Yeah, he had yeah. to. Yeah, I have an uncle who speaks speaks French Creole. That's the that's what they speak in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, French Creole, English, um, Italian, and Portuguese, that's and so Spanish. Crazy. That's well, six so, well, languages. Or a lot, a lot of those I think come from the same like Latin roots. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. French, the French, French and Creole. The way French and Creole works out in Haiti is that depending on your um, social status, mm-hmm. you would either know French and Creole or you just know Creole. So okay. like, so like for example, my parent, my my mom, they came from a really nice family in Haiti. Mm-hmm. So they were both private school educated, so they knew French and Creole. Okay. So he knew that just from being in Haiti. English is when they came here. And then um, 
he visits Brazil a lot. So, like, even this past, when I tried to see him over spring break, mm-hmm. um, he was in Fort Lauderdale. And he, uh, what do you call it? He lived in, he lives in Fort Lauderdale. And he was in Brazil at the mm-hmm. time, so I couldn't even see him. Like okay, that. okay. So, so, Brazil is, so he visits Brazil a lot. And he visits Europe a lot, too. So, mm-hmm. that's probably how he picked up Spanish and Italian. Have you ever been to Haiti? No, never. Yeah. I've been in the Dominican Republic. Um, okay. But yeah. do you know Creole? No, no, no. I know I could. There was, I have a weird relationship with the language just because, like, there was a point where, like, if you talk to me in Creole, I'll speak back to you in English. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No I, mean, that's, I think that's a, that's a lot. Because I was talking to Provin yesterday, and he doesn't know, man, I should know what language he's supposed to know. But the English, the, the Indian dialect that his parents speak, yeah. he doesn't know it. But yeah. he can understand it. He, yeah. Like, he can, he can vaguely understand it. Yeah. Um, but not fully. So if someone yeah. talks shit in front of him, he wouldn't 100% yeah, yeah. know, but he can kind of like uh, tune into it. Yeah. Same thing with my cousins. I was actually talking about, I called my grandma earlier today mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, like you speak Bengali so well, huh? Like, like I'm so proud of you. I'm yeah. like, grandma, you say this literally every single time. <laughs> literally every time I call her, like it hasn't changed. Like yeah. I, I, I knew it and I still know it. <laughs> yeah. And then she shits on my cousin every time. Like your cousins, they don't know it. Like I'm here in Texas and I try to speak Bengali and they don't get it. I'm like, yeah, because they never learned it. Like yeah. they're not going to no. magically learn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny old people man <laughs> i know it's crazy but yeah so let's go back to uh your upbringing so you, so your your dad's here brings your mom over he's in uh medical they, they, met, they met each other separately so my oh okay, so, okay. that makes so a lot more sense my actually. dad met my mom in 1990 so where did they meet they met i i just well i feel like well there's like a small circle of Asian doctors mm-hmm. so that's probably how they met I and you said your mom was a... She's a child psychiatrist. Child psychiatrist, okay. Yeah, my dad's a neurologist. So they met at, like, the same hospital that they, they, they worked at or something that, like that? that I I'm not, actually don't know that story exactly, but, like, that's probably how they met. But yeah. I do remember what year they met, which is 1990. So then they had my sister first and then me. Mm-hmm. My sister in 93 and me in 96. And, um, yeah, it was a... Childhood was a upbringing. So... What part do you want me to talk about? It's more like the, it's uh, it's whatever you deem necessary to like yeah. you know that that has molded you. So I think an important thing is: have you lived in the same neighborhood in Valley yeah, Stream I've your been, entire life? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I the house that I lived I lived in was the house I lived in f- since like I was three months old. So okay. I still live in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, we're getting rid of that house now because you know we're all growing up and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um. Yeah, that house. Yeah, we got rid of that house. Yeah, we got rid of that so house. So, did your parents... When did your parents move in? Do you know when they moved into that house or that area of uh, Valley Stream? So, so yeah, we all moved in at the same time. So, like, me and my three sisters, we all moved in in, like, October 96. Okay, okay. So, that's that's when we moved into the house. Um, and we lived there pretty much the entire time. My sisters, at one point, they didn't live with... They were kind of, like, they didn't have, like, a the greatest relationship mm-hmm. with my dad. So, like, at one point when they turned 18, they both live with their father, mm-hmm. who also lives in America. I don't really know the, that guy, but... That's an entire, like, that's not, a whole not you problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, like, six years old. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what was I going to do? You're like, where are they? And yeah. they're just like, oh, don't worry like, about me. Like, okay. Yeah, so then we didn't, we didn't really... I didn't really, like, have them. So just me and my sister for close to maybe, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really, really reconnect with them, with my sister, until uh, there was uh, something happened with one of my sisters... Where she had to live with us for a little bit, mm-hmm. and that was, I think, when I was fifteen. So okay. from six to fifteen, they didn't live with us. So then my sister lived with us for like uh, five. So years. When they got a little older that. and like stuff yeah. started happening, like you know, like yeah. there's momentum of like yeah, like oh crap, like uh, it probably makes more sense if I did this. Yeah, it was. I don't want like I don't want going to what exactly happened because it's Not like yet. that's personal stuff. Yeah, gotta, but um. But yeah, something like there was some something happened. With Things happened, yada yada yada, and exactly. then ended up back here. Yeah, exactly. Right, cool. <laughs> Let's focus on yeah. you. So my teenage years, um, uh, teenage. Well, teenage well, let's say, was there anything in in uh, elementary, middle school that are like like stood out, or I mean, you stay in the same neighborhood? Still, yeah, so. I, I mean, other than I went to private school most of my my, my time, so I went because I had a. I had like my parents thought I had like a disability. They thought that really? my dad thought I was <laughs> autistic. My dad, thought, <laughs> my dad thought I was autistic. Was there any reasoning? Like what was that? I didn't talk for like till I was six. Till you were six? Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's pretty long. That's pretty long, <laughs> man. You didn't talk to yeah. your six. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, I think in my, I, I remember, I think in my IQ testing, cause they, cause they had to see, like, what's wrong with this kid. But when they found out that I was, like, normal or, like, I was. So like, you're just, were you a shy kid on, uh, when you were, when you're, like, cuck on the, like, you know, in I don't childhood? even remember that part because, like, it's weird because I remember being able to talk, but just not talking. So you just didn't feel like I it? Just, really? I just didn't talk. Yeah. That's not that interesting. I've never heard, That's crazy <laughs> I've never heard of that. Think yeah. about it, right? Cause most children, when they, like can articulate or they just start articulating. Dude, my sister doesn't shut up. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't my sister today. She's just her. There's no periods. They don't understand yeah. like like stopping. Like she just has one giant run on. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. Absolutely. And then my friend and then, and then he kicked me and then, <laughs> and then yeah. the thing and then she said she was mean and then I'm like, what are you? Are you talking? <laughs> you talking to me this whole time? What are you saying? It's crazy. <laughs> But like, yeah, they like I just didn't talk. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But it was weird because like I went from like not talking to talking in full sentences. That is weird. That's weird as fuck, right? <laughs> it's really weird. You're just—it's like you're a villain. You're just forming. You're like, oh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it all in first, yeah, and then, then just, when, the, when the time's right, I'm gonna just say some crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna blow their minds. Man, like I even remember the first time I heard I heard curse words. I remember those on the bus. There's something about curse words, even though you don't know that it's bad. You know there's something good You about know it's like <laughs> off. Like, it's not yeah. a regular word. Yeah. Like, someone yells fuck, and you're like, that's a cool word. <laughs> kind of want to say that one. <laughs> our first one was shit. Was oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I remember her my... I actually don't remember what my first curse was. Really? It was I'm probably... It was probably... It was probably that bomb. I too. I was... My, my sister was driving, and she said it. And I said, what is that? What is, what is shit? That's what I said. <laughs> and she was like, don't say that. You know? <laughs> Dude, I, feel is, say. I feel like it's so much worse because as soon as they, as soon as you say it, whatever adult you're with, they're like, don't say that word. Like, no like they don't try to explain it. Like, wait a second. Let me just say it. There's like a hundred percent more of you. That's like, I want to say it more. Yeah, exactly. I want to find out what it is. Exactly. I want to really go into it. I want an in-depth analysis of why this word cannot be said. <laughs> Like, why can't I say it? Tell me, please. I want to, like, you just, you just, like, yeah. just like, want to know. It's, it's like when someone tells you, I want to tell you a secret, but not right now. You're like, yeah. I want to know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. How dare you? And they're like, I'm, I'm going to leave right now. And they're like, That's, I'm offended. Like, come back. Yeah, They'll yeah. tell me. Tell, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It's like a golden nugget, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, she said it. And I was like, like yeah, that's a little. So do you remember the first sentence you articulated? No, I don't, I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, that was, a, that was a long time ago. So you went to private school for the majority of um, the brain, yeah. your brain. So did you, you went to grade. for your high school? Did you also go to private school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Can what I high know? school did you go to? Because I was talking to uh, Matt Kennedy um, two, two, two podcasts ago, and we we're talking about like they're playing football against you. Yeah. So I don't. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, we played. Yeah, they I'm not sure. Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, yeah they killed us. I remember the score twenty four zero. Because I think because I I forgot if you mentioned it or not, but. Uh, Said saying that it was against a public school or that the resources your school may have had probably weren't the same as Iona Prep because Iona Prep has a, no. lot, has a lot of resources. Hell so no. we're going to high school and talk about, talk about no. that. So basically, um, I went to Calumet Memorial High School, which is a Catholic school in Uniondale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a okay school. It's pretty homogenous there. Like of there, there's probably like maybe thirty black kids. Like in well, probably in my grade twenty, maybe close to hundred in the whole school. It's not a lot. Out of Even, how many? Out of maybe like, um, just a high school probably be like two thousand. Oh, so you went to a pretty big high school. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's, okay. it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty big for. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big high school. So then, um, yeah, the resources were not the same. Like, like I want to prep. I want to prep the the tuition. I prep probably close to like twelve thousand dollars a year for high school. It's crazy for a year. You want to hear something crazy? Is um. So I went to this. I went to this party. I love talking about this because, like, this is honestly the craziest party I've ever gone to was in high yeah, school. Yeah. Because I went to a, a um a penthouse in Manhattan. Yeah. For like these high school kids yes. had a penthouse in Manhattan. and They went to Dalton Private School. It's forty five or fifty thousand a year for high school. God, you that is blew that up. blew my mind. That's crazy that those are some that. kids out there. I would never even if I had unless I was like the president of the United States, I would not come my kids. Even at that, like uh, the only reason I would do something like that would be just for the security reasons. Yeah, not yeah, even yeah. not even like because the they, they want your kid to like for, for yeah. like ransom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, I would want I want to put my kid in like a year in public school. Yeah, like look at look at do you see this? Like this could this could have been you. <laughs> yeah. you. But like, I think I think it depends on where you live. 
Yeah. So like some parts of Long Island, their public school is probably better than California. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. I, uh, the public school that my brother goes to, because I'm in uh, Nassau County. Yeah. Like architect. Like I was actually talking to my uncle about Park, this today. Yeah. It's it's a very good school. Which system. the school is? Uh, uh, New Hyde Park Memorial High School. Is that that's not a Susquehanna or some shit like that? No, no, no. Some Indian name or yeah, yeah they had, they're, that's that's a t- <laughs> <laughs> there's um I know which one you're talking about. That one yeah. was very close to the uh, LA Fitness that I worked at. Okay. Um, I forgot it was Sess Susquehanna something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah, that 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 is one of them. Yeah, but um, yeah, they yeah no like our the way our school was is that like. Like, we would get nice things every once in a while. Like, we had, like, a flash of nice things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, like it's not, like, like, like it's not a bad school by any means. It's it's still, like, what, 8K a year, I think, to go to that mm-hmm. school. But, like, for example, like, like, that I don't know, Prep in St. Anthony's probably had so much money that they could recruit kids for high school. I'm pretty sure they did recruit they kids. They did recruit kids. Like, I have friends. Because James always talks about um, Iona Prep and then Mount Vernon, like the Mount Vernon kids or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I don't know anything about it because I'm not. I'm not Is it Mount St. Michael who's talking about? Hmm? Mount St. Michael's? Maybe. I don't know. Like, like, they said, like, they recruit kids from those places. Yeah. Because, like, they're just freaks. Yeah. And yeah. then they, they, like, have people who went to the school house those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, That's it's a serious system. Yeah. And it's fucked up because you can't really fight it. Mm-hmm. You fight any kids when you, like, Kellenberg. Any kids from the area that goes to school, anyone else wants to try out, mm-hmm. and they make the tryouts, they're on the team. Is no one gets That's recruited, so no one gets. It's just by natural selection. Okay. You know what I mean, so it's like that for a lot of those schools. Like even Shamanad, Sha- the way Shamanad I love that school just because the name sounds so funny to me. Yeah, well, we, uh, we and they're they're a good, really good school, right? For the football yeah, football they're they're a really good school too. Like I'm I'm not like. It's like if I wasn't blackout to my kinder, mm-hmm. that's the best way to say it. Because if you like, you're gonna be like one. You're gonna be, be the outlier. Outlier okay. one. People are gonna assume things about you. People are gonna. They, and then people are gonna. Like, it gets kind of racist sometimes. Like it's bad. Like I remember. I remember one point in high school, people were, were calling. They were saying "nigger p." That's what they said to me. Really? Yes. Things like that. And like that's when what? you're when you're like in ninth, tenth grade, you're you're at first you hear it like, oh, maybe this is like a endearment thing but it's not it's not it's not so when i was in 10th grade i was like you're not calling me that shit no more that's not happening call me peter Mm -hmm. that's that's the name my dad gave me that's the name my mom yeah yeah yeah. that's that's the only thing i call me you know what i mean that's anything anything else you're not that's That's disrespectful that is mad disrespectful disrespectful. it's 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 hard to get that when you're like one of like however many people yeah i mean you're 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 on your own like yeah basically basically i only had it was just me and like maybe a couple other black kids, mm-hmm. and like we had just basically stuck together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, and then um, people wonder why it's like, oh, like how come all the like black kids always hang out together? Oh, yeah, yeah. Together. Like, like there's, yeah. There's reason behind it. Yeah, like the, they usually always hang out together. We all, we were the ones that were always because there's like little things like we like us. Our parents work. Like we don't have like a mom that could like sit at home and do mm-hmm. nothing. I don't know if that that's a situation, but some people have that situation. Yeah, yeah. Or not I mean, situation. I had that situation. I don't want to say sit at home and do nothing. I want to say, we. some people don't have stay-at-home moms. They don't mm-hmm. have a mom that's there all the time. Mm-hmm. They have a mom that, that works. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, I mean, one of the, the yeah. biggest. Let me not like say there's a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna try to. I'm because, gonna try to. Yeah, because that, that, that that's your community. Your it's a fact. This is what he's what he what he's trying to say. A better explanation of it is that there's a lot of socioeconomic factors that are correlated with the black community that would entail that there's a larger population where both parents in the household would have to work. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. So that's like I mean. the like statistic. Yeah. Like that's like yeah. what like the numbers yeah. say breakdown of what yeah. you're trying to say. Yeah, but these kids there, they probably yeah. had moms that just stay. There, there's high probability that those those. <laughs> kids that are going to this like private school and like had the privilege to go there yeah. that they, they may have had parents who you know the father's working and he's making yeah, enough money exactly. but the mom doesn't really need to yeah, exactly. but uh, we don't know we don't know yeah, all the houses so yeah. just breaking it down Yeah, you gotta make sure you don't offend but, anyone yeah, exactly <laughs> but, if, but like if I had to like take a guess some of those like some of those people's moms they just stayed at home and watched soap operas and mm-hmm, drove one mm-hmm. day I wouldn't be surprised if that was the situation for a good amount of them but but there was um but like but a lot of us like we would stay at school till like seven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. School ended at like three. So like we get picked up by our parents at around seven o'clock. That's so that that's which is kinda that, late. That that is crazy to me because Provin said the same thing yesterday that his parents were always so busy that even when he did go home early or like didn't go to babysitting post school, yeah. he would go to like an enrichment program after school because yeah. his parents were so busy uh, yeah. working. Like I, I had a stay at home mom, so yeah. like I never experienced that yeah, yeah. personally. Um like it's just cra- that's crazy to me. It's like a yeah. different different perspective that I have never yeah. I've never experienced. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm not like just staying, like staying, staying uh, like out for that school, long. Yeah, uh, like staying cool. at school yeah, for yeah. that long. Yeah, it was a thing. It was just that's the thing we did. You know what I mean? Just stay from seven to seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So we're talking about the football programs and uh, Shamanad versus like Mount Vernon versus yeah, they, uh, uh, Iona Prep. Yeah, Shamanad. What they they I don't think they recruit necessarily, but they recruit for lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those kids that play lacrosse are so athletically talented, talented that they could that crosses over for the mm-hmm. football pretty well. Because especially because of the system that they run, it's not they don't run like a they run like a triple option. Most of the schools in in most schools in the Catholic league run a triple option. Which a tri- means, what's a triple option? So basically. At any time, three people could be holding the ball. The quarterback, okay. the running back, and the fullback. Okay. So every play looks the same, but they're not. Like, every play starts out the same. Mm-hmm. The quarterback is holding the ball, and he fakes a give, or he mm-hmm. might or he might not fake the give. He okay. might give it, okay. he might fake it. And after that, he rolls out, and he can either pitch it to the running back, okay. or he can hold it for himself. So he has okay. three, three options. They can either run it left or right, or they can do a sweep. So they're running the same play. They're still running the same play basically over and over again. Mm-hmm. But it works in this league just mm-hmm. because, like, it's a very, it's a very, you don't say like skewed type of league where it's like mm-hmm. it, it, the talent that they had was enough where they could just keep running the same plays with the players that they had. That and it's a very disciplined system. Okay. So it's like if your defense is not disciplined, then you're you're fucked. You know what I mean, basically. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know. Had um, they ran like a spread, so mm-hmm. that's just like athletes. Mm-hmm. Just athletes yeah, yeah. And athletes I mean, a lot of uh, and a good quarterback. Basically. A lot of the people that played football at Iona Prep ended up being uh, Sony Brook players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm friends with players. a couple of them too. It's funny because like, like I'm. I played a couple of my friends mm-hmm. that I've seen now. Mm-hmm. Like I played James. And Matt Kennedy. I played them. Yeah, we lost 24-0 at that. I remember that. <laughs> you lost 24-0, David. I, I, I didn't play, though, because um, oh, okay. I had a staff infection. You had a what? Yes. I had a staff oh, okay. infection, okay. so like, I couldn't play. Okay. I couldn't even move my legs. It was bad. Damn. I know. Yeah. Takes, oh, not well, Not only. Who's the fighter that's who that, that still fought with a staff infection? Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, yeah. That's rough. Yeah, that's, cr- but he had a, that's crazy. He had, a early, he had a different type of staff infection. He had, he had, like, he had something like, it was on his chest or something. Yeah, he, I had a skin staff infection. Okay. So I it was know, like. I don't know the difference. So, like, basically, it looks like you have, like, holes in your skin. Yeah. Like, how, does that, how does that happen? Just, be, um, I think what happened was fucking, we were doing mats. Like, we were doing our uh, barrel rolls mm-hmm. during our uh, training. And like I don't think the mats are like completely clean because these are wrestling mats too. Okay. Oh, so hell. they don't. Oh. Th- I don't think they really sprayed them down enough where they could do that. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes soap is not enough. You have to like use like power antibacterial yeah, yeah, yeah. soap. So like I didn't know that was. I didn't know that. I, that was my first time ever doing like uh, like a high school sport. Mm-hmm. I didn't play. I didn't play sports in my freshman year of high school, but I played sophomore through senior year. Mm-hmm. So then um, I just fucked up with the, I just didn't use my detail. So what made you join uh, football sophomore year? Um, I wanted to do it freshman year, but I just didn't know when the trial was. Oh, okay. I just missed the trial. <laughs> like my parents just really shit the bed with that one. So, yeah. I, I so did you always have school. the build for football? Because I feel like for football, like you need to know that you're, like if I played, if me in ninth grade played football, yeah, I would be dead. I wouldn't be here. Um, I would have died. For football, well, uh, how I started and like was sports like a big part of? Yeah, I, I switched up. on and off with a bunch of sports. At one okay. point, I played like soccer. At one point, I played lacrosse. Um, at one point, I played so like yeah, middle school. I played soccer mm-hmm. and I and I played lacrosse. And then um, I think high school, I played mostly football just because I sucked at basketball. Yeah. Basketball, is a, basketball is a sport where you have to play all like every single year. Like you like that, like the skill needed to get into like a like you kind of get get away with not playing football ever in your entire life if you're just a natural athlete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I see what you're you see to what say. I'm saying. But with basketball, you can't. You can't. You can't learn how to go born a mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To the point where you could actually like face people yeah, who've yeah, been yeah. doing this since they're like eight years old. Because it's a compounding. Difference. Yeah, it's a compounding yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. You could get away with you could get away with that in, in football. You just have to be a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. But um, let me see. Um, yeah, I, I actually fought. That was my that was like like my main sport. Mm-hmm. I did um, Muay Thai for about 
close to five or six years. And that's like, that's, that's what I love to do. But at a point I was just like, I can't do this in school. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just lost interest in it. It's funny now because I wish I did it. That you kept time. going with it. Cause yeah. now you, if you can, if you did more time from that age and you kept going, I'd be until a fucking now, master. You'd be a beast. Yeah. I'd be a Muay Thai master. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna pick it up after uh, after college. After college. All right. So before we start talking about after college, let's start getting into college now. Um. So from high school, uh, I'm assuming given your parents' backgrounds with education, being doctors and all, they probably pushed school. Oh, deep. Um, school is the most important thing. So, so from from like high school to college, what impacted your decisions to, uh, you know, pick Stony Brook and you know pursue getting your your degree and such. Um, well, high school, I didn't really even know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew, like, thinking back, I just wanted to have, like, go to a good school. Mm-hmm. So, like, my, I, but I was, like, not, I was kind of lazy yeah, when it came to the college, like, <laughs> thing. And I focused on football more than college at one point. So, was there any point where you wanted to get recruited for football? Like, yeah. be part of, like, a D1 team? Probably my, probably my uh, probably my senior year, but I, I wouldn't have been probably. I probably wouldn't have been D one. No one, almost even the best people on our team probably would not be D aren't D one. Mm-hmm. Like the one dude that I remember that was D one that could have been D one. He could have gone to Stony Brook. We did have someone the uh, Wall Weber. He was a punter, but he I don't think he really even had an impact on the team here. But um, the kids most of most most of the kids weren't D one. Yeah, even like kids that were like really good. Do you think? Team. Do you think that was a, a resource thing or just like the the recruitment? Just like I the, think the, the players that came there. I think it was just the quality. I mean, the, some of them could have been. I they could. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly too sure. Probably because, a mix, if anything. Huh? Probably, Probably a mix. A mix. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure about that one. Because um, because I mean, recruitment is is. It, I, I don't know, obviously, because I am. <laughs> so, so what I'm from from what I can tell with recruitment, because because uh, uh, again, James knows some people who have come to study. Yeah. Like, if if you want to be recruited by D one school, like you need to have people like on the team that are working with the school to like get like people to come to the school itself. Like, you need yeah. people from the high school to bring yeah. college yeah. college recruiters in. So, if yeah. you don't have the resource to get college recruiters to come to your high school, then you're not going to get yeah, that's true. recruited. So, that could be one of the That the could issues. be it. That could be it. I mean, a lot of guys are mostly D2, D3. Okay. Anyway, and we had a couple of D1 guys, too. But um, mostly D2, D3. And I think if I did end up playing, I'd probably be like a bench player for a D3 team. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, even, not even kidding. Because those, I mean... So some of those, like, yeah, you got... I mean, you get freaks out there. Yeah, just like, freaks. Just, like, even, genetic, even the, like, just doesn't make sense, like, just freaks. Even at the D3 level, there's, like, dudes that would fucking wash a good amount of people. Even, and some D2 guys even go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. People forget about that. D2 guys, some D2 guys go to the NFL. So it's not, it's not, just because you're in a certain conference, yeah, yeah. you're limited by anything. I feel like, if anything, if you're in D2, there's more reason for you to work harder. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, just that one yeah, step away. yeah. 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 But um, yeah. Um, so you never so you so I wasn't recruited. At all, did yeah. consider, but you didn't like go. You didn't really yeah. like pursue it. Yeah, and plus okay. I didn't. I didn't really play that much my senior year because I got injured again. Like, I got I got like um I had, like a shin fracture. You got a shin fracture. Yeah, like I fracture your shin. It was it was bad. Like it was like it was like uh, what do you call it? It was. Does that so, still bother you to this day? No, or not like, anymore. Because I never rested it. Cause like you know when you play football you like you don't want to be uh, yeah I was, I, was talking, I was talking I was talking mad about this it's like back back even when when we were like at that age of high school yeah the studies on football and like the damage that it does to the body and like yeah. the brain and all that stuff like wasn't like out there and as stressed as it is today yeah 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 like all, all the problems like, that are associated with football was the year that that it was like. Kind of a yeah. kind of a big issue. Yeah. But now it's like anything happens, like you get yeah. off the field, like you exactly. gotta get that checked out. Exactly. Whereas back then it's like you get a little hurt, you're like, no, I'm staying, like I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I got it from I think I got it I got well basically I never ran that much in my life, mm-hmm. right? And I had they made us they make us run three miles for like okay. for the training, right? And 
I think my running form was just so fucking bad. Did you fracture your shin? I had like shin splints. It's like shin splints, but it was really bad. Like I couldn't even walk on it at one point. Actually, that, that's totally possible. I I I've I've told you I talked to you about this like yeah. a lot of times. Like I have flat feet. Yeah. So when I run, and this was like earlier on when I was even worse with running. Yeah. Like when I ran, like it was just not good. For, it was horrible for. Yeah. And like I would just take it to the knees and my shins. Yeah. Um. And that over time, like my shins like were so tight yeah. and like I, I it just it hurt like every step hurt. Yeah. So I know. What, I know what you're talking yeah. About. But so so was it so tight to the point where it, like it just it, like how does that how did that end up being a fracture? Like it just I just well if you keep then you keep practicing on it over and over again mm-hmm. it was to the point where I like could barely like not barely walk but like if I try to do anything that's more than a walk mm-hmm. I would like it would get to a point where if someone hit me in the leg. I would start crying because that's how bad it was. Like one time I got hit in the shin and it was like, it was like during practice, shin to shin. Yo, I'm not like kidding. I was on the floor. Like my whole body stopped moving. And like, <laughs> you I just felt stopped. like, you just yeah. Like, oh my and I was God. good like 30 minutes later, but God damn, that shit hurt. That was probably like, I can see how you still feel it to this yeah, day. Oh you can remember it. I, <laughs> I was in shock, bro. I was like, I like, that was the first time in my life where, like, I was in shock. Like, I was like, just get up. Like, no, nah, this shit like, hurts. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even, I can't do nothing. Damn. But, yeah. So that, so I really hindered. Like, and the way it worked out, like, I'm, I'm going to get in the spot, but I'm bad at fighting for my spot back. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really fight for my spot back if I, if I wasn't even 100%. So I had almost no chance of getting my starting spot back. Okay. So that is what it is. I mean, it, uh, realistically, Probably ended up for the better. I yeah. think the route you took is like obviously yeah. like something yeah. that's going to be fruitful long term. Yeah. Um. So so going into school, then you said you're a little bit lazy with the process. And yeah. Like didn't I really care about the football as if, much. Yeah. So if, what made your decision? Um. This is where I got in. Like Stony oh, okay. <laughs> It's so sad hearing people talk about Stonybrook. It's like oh, I just went there because I could afford it. Yeah. And like it was. It was there. I know. Like, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> everyone that I've interviewed, literally everyone's like, "Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. I couldn't get into Ivy yeah. League." It was a good four okay. years, though. It was a good four years. I mean, it's a lie. great school too. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad at all. But like, it's sad. It's just like it's just that middle. It's it's a it's, tier two school. Yeah. It's like it's like it's not a tier. It's What's a weird. good comparison? It's a good comparison. I'm trying to think. It's like... Like um, another school that's like more well-known. No, no, no. Like a completely different analogy I'm trying to think oh. of. I don't hmm. know. It's like, like when, when like the, the chips you want are like out of stock, so you just get like another bag. Kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Just I was trying to make bag. a cheese analogy, but I couldn't think of it. I was going to say it's like the difference between like just having cheese versus like grilled cheese. Yeah. Like it's like... Like grilled cheese is just so much better. Yeah. Like you're okay with cheese. Like yeah, it's, sorry, cool. it's not bad. But yeah, it's, okay. it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. It could have been better. Yeah. But like, <laughs> imagine that. But like, add in that you're fucking starving. So like, once you actually start eating that grilled cheese yeah. or that whatever that was, you're like, oh, this is mad good. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, the best yeah. way to describe it. I feel like. But um, yeah. <laughs> um. So you came here for a lack of other choices, no, yeah, like just because yeah. this is just close. It was a I good had, choice. I had, I had a couple of choices. I mean, I got into all the schools I applied to, but I only applied to five schools. You oh, know okay. what I mean? And like, I didn't want to write a second essay. Dude, so many people are so lazy when <laughs> we're in high school. Bad. I feel like I feel like we need to be pushed in high school a lot more by like our our college recruiters to yeah. like like really understand the recruitment yeah. process of because because. When you have parents who know about it and, like, yeah. really understand it, like, they push their kids a lot. Yeah. And they understand what they need to do to get into these schools. Yeah. But if you don't, like, for me and for you, for you, what you just said, I was just like, oh, a supplemental essay? Nah. Fuck like, that. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. No, it's not happening. I'm not, I'm doing, not doing that, that right now. Yeah. Um, My sister helped me OD with my fucking essay to get into here. My really? Help me OD. Uh, was for the Common App? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she helped me OD. Like yeah. she told me edit it and figure out the writing structure because I could not I cannot wait for shit. But yeah. I worked with my uh uh college counselor, but other than helping with the essay, she was pretty useless. She was yeah. like, Oh like go go to like any school, like like leave yeah. your dream. I was like if I look back at it now, she was like recommending going to school and taking like eighty K debt. That's a dumb. Just like, oh, like, like, leave your dreams. Like, no, like, I shouldn't have done that. And I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. That's a dumb. Yeah. She, like, I think that you should start, you people just started, like, the high school process, like, pretty deep into, like, like they just started halfway through junior year. For learning about colleges and stuff? Just, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you start learning about college your sophomore year and then start your applications. Junior like, year. Junior like, towards year. the end. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Because yeah. I've been because talking to. I started, I started probably in, like, September. Of so, senior year. Of senior year. Yeah, same, same. 100%. Yeah. 
Mm, it was like senior year, like you gotta start applying for college. I'm like, who, what, where, what? what? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, they're like, oh, you gotta, you know, pick the ones. You gotta do the, the common app for CUNYs and SUNYs. Yeah. And then you gotta do like these for Ivy Leagues and then this for this school. Yeah. And I'm like, is there one thing I can fill out and just leave it? And that's yeah. all I did. Cause that's that was the easiest common way. App. Yeah, common app. Common and that's app. all I did. And you just, yep, exactly. That, I applied to any private schools. I so only applied it? to uh, NYU. NYU? Yeah, that was the only problem. Yeah, I got in uh, Polytech, but it, uh, even with a half scholarship, it was like it was stupid mad, money. Mad, yeah, mad. it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Other than this, I got to Binghamton and UMass Amherst. Yeah, you so, Albany, I didn't really yeah. care about. So this was the yeah. the best choice. Genesee was actually was like that was actually the hardest school that I got into actually. Genesee. What do you mean hardest? Because like I didn't have the SAT scores to get into Genesee except for my math score. Jesse is a SUNY, right? Yeah, but it's like but it's upper compared to Binghamton and Stony Brook. No, it's smaller, and, but like the requirements to get in are harder. I didn't know that. I which is weird, but I still think Stony Brook is the best. School. I, I think, think Stony Brook. I think Stony Brook is the best school in the SUNY system. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I that, think yeah. it's even better than Binghamton. I agree. Well, I think it I depending think, on what you want to do. So yeah, yeah. So exactly. like, I think yeah. for Binghamton right now is more of a liberal arts type school, yeah. and Stony Brook is, yeah. is STEM, like one hundred percent STEM. Yeah, like anything with writing or like anything that's more like a BA. Mm-hmm. I think Binghamton would yeah. smoke Stony yeah, Brook. I agree. I agree. But I think Stony Brook, you know, fucks up Binghamton pretty bad when it comes to like the sciences. Dude, we kill them in the sciences. Yeah, like, STEM is our yeah, thing. Stony Brook yeah. tea bags. Binghamton <laughs> <laughs> sciences. But, Take um, that, bear cats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So you came into Stony Brook. Um, did your parents ever want you to go into medicine? Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I wanted to do, like my senior year of high school. But then, like, I kind of lost interest in it because, like, I don't know. I'm not. Kellenberg did not prepare me for like Stony Brook science and math. Mm-hmm. Like, they just did not. It's just not. There's not. It's not even a good, good comparison. Like, the best thing that Kellenberg did for me when it came to like science and math was I had a. A sm- brief, small intro to calculus in my senior year of high school, and it wasn't even like that great of an intro. Like they let us use the fucking TI eighty four for like intervals, so you weren't so doing intervals by hand. So you had in. you had the choice. Yeah, you had the choice whether to use a calculator. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so why would I not use a calculator? Exactly. Yeah. But if it was indefinite, but you're not gonna learn like that. It was only the indefinite intervals where like you couldn't do that. So like you knew oh, okay, how to okay. do it too, but like you're not. You just. You're not, not. You're not, not like right. a. Um, you know, you don't know the base of it. You don't really know yeah, exactly. like exactly what you're yeah. doing. You're just it, knowing it, how to do it. Yeah, like it took me a long ass time to understand exactly what's going on. But um, yeah, they like like uh, but I knew I wanted to do AMS. Like in my head, I put AMS. That was like my first. So basically, during the thing, I even remember this to this day. When I was in orientation. They asked me what, like what major you wanted mm-hmm. to put. I put AMS first, then I switched to bio. So what? In the same day. So, okay, so you put AMS, then bio, but then you switched it around? I switched it, like, I, it took me a year to switch it again. Back to AMS. Yeah, because okay. you can't, you can't, like, you, it takes, you have to, if you're trying to get into AMS and you didn't come in, it, come in as it, then you have to do, like, um, linear algebra and, like, you have to finish calc 2. Because yeah, you're applying to a different college, right? Basically. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Because math, math falls under uh, college engineering applied sciences. AMS does. Yeah, yeah. AMS. Math I'm is sorry, actually yeah. math is math is different too. Yeah, yeah. Math I, is I mean AMS. Here. Yeah, I, we're talking a, about the which other makes day. no sense. Which is so me. sad. I feel bad for those people. Yeah, but like mathematics and mathematics. Yeah. Um. So, what sparked your interest in AMS? Because you're saying that you always had that desire for it, but you kind of went into bio with the background of your parents yeah. and then switched off later on. Yeah, my dad is a big math buff. Like he, he um. He, he made, like, he's the reason probably why I'm good at math to this mm-hmm. day. You know what I mean? Like, he, even when I was a kid, he had me, like, do those, uh, what's that thing called? Um, like, computer programs where you're, like, doing math thing, you're doing three percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I knew long division when I was in, like, like when I was probably in the first grade. Which is, like, two years ahead, usually. Yeah. That's, like... I don't remember that far back. Was it? I don't remember that far back. Most yeah, people okay. learned that probably, like, the third grade. I was, like, close to two years ahead on that type of stuff. But then when I got to, like... Uh, St. Martin de Porres was my middle school in Kellenberg. Like, they slowed it down and they just didn't challenge me. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what happened. I wasn't really challenged enough to the point where, like, I tried my yeah. hardest. That's what my mom says about my high school. My high school did challenge me. Yeah. Um, given it was a, a specialized, like, they, you know, yeah. made me take APs and all yeah. that stuff. But in comparison to other uh, high schools that are out there, like Stuyvesant. Yeah. Like, I, I had the score to get into Stuyvesant. 
but I'm lazy. Yeah. So I put my high school first because it was a 10 minute commute versus an hour commute. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I'm that's yeah. literally like my life story. Your parents have been making They don't know. Oh. To this day, they don't know that. Because <laughs> you know when you go into the SHSAT, well, I, I don't know if you took the. I never took yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. So when you go to the SHSAT, you put down. So they give you a uh, take home Scantron to yeah. fill out at home, and then you bring it to the test, and then you copy it onto a new Scantron. Okay. To like so to whatever to your liking, right? So there's one section of it where you rank the schools, yeah. right? So the way it works is it doesn't matter what uh, it doesn't matter if your score was high enough to get into the upper schools. It goes by score, then uh, it, it picks based on what you ranked your schools at. So okay. let's say you got the score for uh, like in my case, you got the score for Stuyvesant, but you put a lower ranking school yeah. first on your list of what schools you wanted to get into. You get into that one. Yeah. Okay. So my parents put Stuyvesant, Bronx Science, then my school because those are the better specialized ones. Yeah. I went in, I was like, my school, and then like Stuyvesant, and then Stuyvesant, and then something else. I'm like none of the others really mattered to me. Yeah. I was like, if I'm not getting into this one, I'm probably not gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I got the score for Stuyvesant um, yeah. from what I remember. I I did something similar to get to Kellenberg, but like, which I'm not does it is that like if you don't put if you don't if you don't put Shamrock first on your thing. They don't take you? They don't take you. Damn. They look at that. Damn. They look at that. Like, if I didn't appear... So, like, you really don't want it. Yeah. I didn't That's rank pretty them crazy. First. I didn't rank them first. I ranked them I ranked them first in one thing and I ranked them second in the second thing. It's kind of interesting. And, yeah, they rejected me for that. Which is kind of funny because, that, like... It's weird. It's weird because, it like, weird. when I look back at it, I'm like... Like, I definitely was smart enough to get into that place just because... I'm, I mean, I'm here now and... I take classes with people with the Shama. Yeah, yeah. My GPA is not low at all. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm good. Like I, I think like, I, even, I think it's a commitment thing. They just want to know it that is, like it's yeah. like there's a lot of like push behind you wanting yeah. to go to that school. Yeah, and even kids that like there's a kid uh, that we went to high school with that he basically a Shamanon. If you got under 75, you mm-hmm. get kicked out of school. Under 75 average. Okay. Yeah, 75 average. Under 75 average, you get kicked out of school. That's failing in, in that school, right? Which Damn. Is, OD. That's yeah, what it's for high school. That's OD. So especially coming from a public schooling background. Yeah. Like in a public school, it's like they'll do literally anything to make you pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, not my, mine in particular. No, it is still a public school, but like they they did push you a lot because yeah, yeah. like a small school specialized they care yeah. blah blah blah. But general public schooling system, it's like you need a sixty five in your regions. You need three science, three math regions, and you're done with high school. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's just a bare minimum just to get you a high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so like. He got kicked out of school, and I did a lot better than him in Kellenberg. Mm-hmm. Even when I was, you know, I was like on the like I was my I did way better in college than I did in high school, but mm-hmm. like um, I did better than him on most of the things that we like had. You know? right, right. So I knew I had to be there like mentally, but I just I don't know. It took me a while to get to this point where I was like where I could feel smart enough right. to do what I wanted to do. So like now, now at this point, I feel like I can do anything I want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that was pretty because we talked about this before. Is that was pretty more on the recent, recent end. That was pretty recent yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, like it was probably junior year of college. Like I did. So I even I remember all my GPAs basically. For <laughs> okay. I got. I feel like I feel like all college students do just because like every single one was like a painful. Yeah. Like I remember doing this yeah. for this one. You wish you could yeah. just change. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. the time because I have there's so many classes where I have a, a B plus instead of an A minus by yeah. like two to three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that would be like I I have like I I missed a four Two semesters ago, because I got because I fucked up on the final. I got an eighty-three. And I needed an eighty-five. See, like I, I two points. I, I try hate to, that. So I, I try, try to, to argue, argue for. I try like, to argue two like, points. Like, come like, come on. Like, I've been to class. You that, know me. Yeah, like, that, would, that would be my my. Uh, they never do anything. They nope. they can't because like can't. It's there's unfair. there's it's too unfair. many. Yeah, it really is. But it's, it's so it's so annoying because yeah. when you're a college student. That like it, it's not the end of the world, but that little difference makes a makes a difference. Like over time, it matters. Yeah. You know, so for me, I remember I got like a three point on my first semester here, and like that to my parents were like, "What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. No, uh, but get better, you know, be better." Mm-hmm. So then, like the next semester, I got like a three three or something like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, I'm making progress. This is good." After that, I got a three five, and I got a three point five six. Oh, so it's been a linear progression. So for you. Like, yeah, I've literally that's I really interesting. The first time. My GPA was lower, went lower than it was before, was last semester. And you're taking harder classes last semester. 
Not even the classes with my hardest, my hardest semester. My hardest semester was that junior year, my spring semester, junior year. That those classes were like the hardest ones because I had took we took three twenty, which mm-hmm. is like a mind fuck. Now yeah, it took yeah. me like a year to really understand that stuff, and then three forty two, which is operations research. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So casting on, which is like my favorite class. Yeah, but like the back half of that class still makes no sense to me. Like it does. <laughs> I know what it, it's doing. I know what to do it. But if you give you give it a problem, I'll look at it and be like, no. <laughs> I'm good. Take it back. That's not happening. Take it back. <laughs> so the first half of the class was pretty easy though. It's pretty self explanatory. But um uh linear progression. There's a linear progression. Yeah. So like it just it like built upon itself. So then after that I got like a I got three nine I got three nine two semesters in a row. Mm-hmm. So I was like my I got I re- I remember so that was that that sophomore year where it was a year that I like pushed myself the most mm-hmm. too. It's different. It's so different from my experience in college because I I came in my first semester was a three five and mm-hmm. I'm like oh this is easy yeah like I'll be fine like I can find the balance and then, and there's a lot there's anecdotal evidence that I do worse every spring semester because when it's good weather I leave I just don't do oh, it. I don't study I'm outside yeah. so it's like a three five three three. And then I'm like, all right, I got to bring it back up to 3.5. It was like a 3.6. Then drops again. It was like a 3.2, I think, my sophomore year, um, spring semester. And at the end of the two years, I ended up at like under a 3.5. Yeah. And like for me, the baseline has always been 3.5. Like yeah. if you have under 3.5, I feel like that's... You're good. You're, like, you're just good. If, no, if you're, if you're under, you're bad. If you're over, you're Oh, yeah. yeah if you're 3.5 yeah, yeah. and up, is yeah, just, you know you're what I mean. good. You're good. You could do yeah. almost anything. Um, well, almost. I was under the 3.5 and I was like, like, shit, like I need to get it together. Yeah. And then junior year was the year where we moved to West Apartments. Moving to West Apartments, like, changed everything because I, I started focusing on, you know, scheduling. Like, I had to cook for myself. And that year, my overall for the entire year was, like, a, a 3.9, and it brought me all the way up to a 3.6. And then I've been coasting senior year. But, yeah. like, mine's different. Mine's, like, an up and down. It's just, yeah, like, how yeah. I feel. Basically, it's, like, a mood thing for me almost. Yeah. It, it, I think it's just – yeah, I think for me, just I got better at knowing how to do things correctly. Mm-hmm. And also, you, I think – because Pravin always talks about it, where you are very good with scheduling. And I think over time, you got better and better with scheduling. Yeah. And on top of that, on top of that, you, you made the decision to become an RA. Yeah. And I think that had a huge impact on, yeah, on that, like, how you scheduled. That's that's the, that's the semester where, like, bro, that semester was, like, my Like, it was my, that wasn't my hardest semester, like, academically. That was my hardest semester schedule-wise. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the first time, like, I got, that was the first time in my life where, like, I thought to myself, where, like, oh, I'm tired. Like, at the end of the day, I'm tired. And that feels mm-hmm. good. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, so like you have, like, a satisfaction from being tired. Mm-hmm. That's the semester I started working out again. That's the semester I, that was my first time being an RA. I had three jobs. So, I had my RA job, which is, like, it was, it was a, I, had a, I was in, like, a weird situation because mm-hmm. I didn't have a building yet. Right, so right. So, I had, um, it was more like, um, what's that thing called? I had like flex hours, so I, I okay. was doing office work, and I would have that close to maybe twenty hours a week. And I had really? another job, yeah, 20, 20 hours a week of. This is for the work. RA position, yeah. Okay, to, that's to get my compensation. So like, I had to do five hours of um. So I was doing five hours, no, four hour shifts every day, mm-hmm. basically. Or like, I would do, I'd have one hour, it would be spread out, and I would do like four hours in one mm-hmm. in one sitting, which. Someone from my high school background, like that's that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. It is, it is. So then, so like I would wake up. I was waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, go to sleep at twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. I was like really pushing myself that semester, and I'm like, that's the semester that I started doing better academically. Mm-hmm. Like my best semester was the semester where I was the most busy. I was, you know, yeah, that was basically, me for junior year. Yeah, this, when you have a strict schedule and you're you're you have to be even if you're not really, well, that's a good way to put a strict it. person or like a dumb. If you're not really, even if you're, yeah, even if you're not disciplined or, or strict or, or, you know, you have a plan, like if you're, you know, forced to be up at seven, sleep by 12, like your day is going to be like, I have a lot of time yeah. and like, I need to do something. Yeah. You definitely. could waste it, but I think having that schedule, having good sleep and knowing that there are things to do, uh, pushes you to do those things. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, you, you, you definitely got more focus over time, especially after becoming an RA and all. Yeah. Um, so when do you think was the, the year where you realized like, oh, this is what I kind of want to get into? Cause knowing. Being an RA or. No, no, not, not being an RA for, for like career wise, for using math and actually like propelling yourself forward. Cause, cause today like you have, you have that desire to be an actuary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've taken two exams and all that. Yeah. So when do you think was a time where it's like, I, I kind of want to like do this. I want to commit to this. Um, well. The way it worked that that my friend, not my junior year, I that's like at the end of junior year, I was like, oh, I gotta start getting prepared, you know, mm-hmm. so to try to find, like, try to find, try to you know find a job, you know. But um, I was, I want at first I wanted to be a financial engineer because because we took three twenty, I found that yeah, yeah. interesting. But um, like going through it, like I just didn't want to stay for my GRE. The GRE mm-hmm. was like the killer for me, and like. I'm really bad at standardized tests. Like I, I just, I'm, I'm not good at it. You know what I mean? I, I, pro- I might be better off now just because I always feel like my brain is like getting more efficient by every year. Mm-hmm. So maybe I might be better off. I mean, now. we're getting older. Yeah, like we forget is, that our brains really aren't formed. Yet. Yeah, this is this is around like when you like look at any like big scientist or anything like that, mm-hmm. like anyone. This is when they're doing their best work from mm-hmm. when they're like 22 to 25. Mm-hmm. Like almost every I where Einstein had theory re- relativity when he was like 23 years old or 24 years old. Really? I yeah. That. I Albert um what's that dude? Isaac Newton. I, Isaac Newton. He like he found out gravity when he was like 23 years old. Really? I yeah. thought they were a lot older. No, nah, huh. I didn't know when was 23, I remember I didn't that. Know that. That's really cool. So yeah, that so is really cool. and like so that's like when so this is like you when you're when you're I forgot who, Jordan Peterson says something about like crystallized IQ and something like that where like this is where you're where you're for you first of all if you have your prefrontal prefrontal cortex yeah, yeah that's, it develops the most I was, develops. I was telling you about this the other day it was uh uh, when you're a child or when you're younger, when I was talking about like the therapist thing, yeah, um, you you're more likely to use your amygdala, which is an emotional uh, portion of your brain, versus yeah. your prefrontal cortex, which is critical thinking. Um, this is a time where your brain is more efficient in critical thinking. Yeah, so you're using more critical thinking now in, in at this age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I mean, it makes sense for for you to being more efficient and you know being yeah. more on that route of. Uh, Thinking about everything. Yeah, yeah um, my fault. I, I'm trying to send someone some money. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's what I'm trying to like. I'm trying to keep it going there. Um, so yeah, so the decision of being an actuary, getting into to into that, is you wanted to, you didn't want to do financial engineering because you didn't want to study for your GRE because you didn't want to get into. Well, you didn't want to study for your GRE even though you wanted to get into the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I felt like I felt like it was like I don't know. It's I just at a point I. F- I, I didn't want to do it anymore. Like like the, I don't know. It, it just it's a very it's a it's hard. It's a very big. No, big I think I think barrier. people who are in college will understand. It was just like like I don't feel this. Like this yeah. isn't this yeah. isn't gonna happen. Like yeah. I'm just not gonna. Yeah. It's I don't feel like there's no yeah. drive or, or yeah. passion towards and it. Also, like a lot of those people, they're working like eighty hour weeks. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem doing that, but I can't do that all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like like I have no problem having like performance based compensation stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, also like, it's it's very high stress. You know what I mean? And I could take stress. I'm very good at stress, but I don't think I could take that for like two mm-hmm. or three years in a row. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it means like, like you're gonna get tired out. Yeah, you get yeah. you get burnt out. Really and whereas actuary, an actuarial position is definitely a lot more laid back, and I totally it's, see you in that position. Yeah, it's 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 depends on what type of actuary actuary you want to be. So like a consulting actuary, you would probably have those like waves of like. A lot of busy work, mm-hmm. and a lot, and then you during like tax season and stuff. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, probably yeah, probably those. Because I remember when I when I interned at the actuarial firm that I did. Yeah, when it was uh, tax season, uh, so was that March, like yeah, March, 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 April, April when it's yeah. coming up. They're like, yo, like we have a lot of paperwork coming in. Like, you like we should come in for a lot of hours and help us like compile yeah. these. And like that's only that's like the only time they actually needed me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it gets it gets hectic at that time, but yeah. uh, the times before that, like I remember being there, like there's literally nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's it's it's very it's very that's I the why I like about that type of place is one it's um you have a good work work life balance. So yeah, that's really cool. That's what I really want for myself too. But I have no problem grinding in when I have to. Mm-hmm. Like I I want oh I want waves of grinding od hard and mm-hmm. doing what I gotta do. Like, and really just do what I have to do. And then just, like, sometimes and then being sometimes at home with being, the family. Being able to just chill. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, as, like, I get older, I get to, like, kind of take less, more time for myself. Mm-hmm. When you begin to... Pick your balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I want to be, like, an executive or a managerial position. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I'm like really shooting for. All right. So that brings me to the last portion. Uh, the last question is, um, so you're in your senior year and uh, so what you're planning on doing in the upcoming short term and long term, mm-hmm. uh, you went a little bit into that, but just like a general idea of kind of what you see yourself doing. Um, what I see myself doing. Uh, well, well, you're taking your exam. Your I'm, third taking exam. exam. I'm taking my third one in July. So now, for, not- for those of you who don't know, uh, there's six, right? Six actuary exams. So nah, no, more, bro, a lot like more. Ten. There's six base ones that there's, I know of. So there's, um, they changed the requirements like okay. recently. So, so I haven't like, looked at it. So now it's maybe like seven, seven okay. with a bunch of classes that you have to take. And after that, you might have to take maybe four or five more to get your uh, FSA or, or FCAS. So they have two That's levels. A lot. I know. That's so much. Holy yeah. Crap. It takes people. Yeah, like, there's people who, like, once they get to ASA, which mm-hmm. is, like, the first level, uh-huh. they just, like, I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I have the, I have some sort of uh, credential, credential or, like, it's fine. yeah, it's yeah. fine. Like, there's a lot of career ASAs. The last time I looked was sophomore year, because I was considering being an actuary until I had the internship. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I was considering it, I remember it was, it was uh, six main ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, six... Pretty much, but it. usually to get into an entry level position, you needed the two. Yeah, nowadays you need two or three. You know what right. I mean? And you can't, and you need something. You need GPA at least over like a three five because mm-hmm. nowadays it's competitive. It is competitive. Entry level is rough right it's, now. It's due to bachelor's it's means nothing. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. You doesn't. need to stand out from the crowd. Back 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 then, you could like if you had a pretty good GPA, you could. That's all you needed. So yeah, but yeah, that's all you really needed. You could take. You could have had an internship with no exams. Mm-hmm. Now, like they expect you to take uh, at least. To at least graduate with two or three exams. Two or three exams yeah. a year or two experience. Basically, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's crazy. Like I got a, I got a call back from a, from like a small. You gotta start off small too. Also that you yes. can't. If you want to start off big, you need you need some experience. Mm-hmm. Like um, like our friend Brendan. Yeah. He's a, he's starting to be actually also he has three exams right now, and he studied he um he actually worked at an underwriting firm mm-hmm. for over the summer, which is like pretty good, like a pretty good base. Mm-hmm. And then he got now he has a job at AXA, which is like a pretty. A, Pretty sizable firm, right? You know I mean? right. Not even pretty sizable. It's a big ass firm. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Also, isn't, isn't AXA uh, or AXA work with Alliance Bernstein? Aren't they like a? I don't know if, if they're. I don't in, think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Well, I, I, I want to believe that one of them is a is a, a conglomerate of like it, it, it has the other one under it and it, under its uh, under its management. I don't know. I have to I have to check about that. But um, I know they're associated somehow. But yeah, it, yeah. It, I well, yeah, we were from working at Alliance Bernstein. Yeah. And, and so who knows. We'll, 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 we'll see. Later. Yo, yeah, ask them. <laughs> but um, <coughs> um. So, so you're taking you're taking your your uh, third test coming up in July, yeah, and you're graduating uh, next week with Bas- us. This week, basically. This week, oh, it's Friday. What um, is this? Wait, today's, four today's, days. Yeah, four days, yeah, basically. Yeah. And now it's the fourteenth. But yeah, <sighs> crazy. But yeah. yeah, so from this point on, I think what you're going to like take some time, try to find a position, entry level. Yeah, or, like I got a, uh, I I got well. Happily, I, I got this small firm in a place in Albany. Mm-hmm. I'm um I might be uh I have a phone interview with them, mm-hmm. so I was ecstatic. If I get that, I'm gonna take it just because um it's something. It's something. It's yeah. something to get you started. It starts small, and if and maybe I'll sit there for a year. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to get into. I want to go to Columbia's actual science program. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm like shooting for. That's like because like that Ivy League network is. Golden. I mean, it changes your title. Changes huh? your changes your title, your credentials, and what you're capable of. It yeah. makes you uh, stand out even more. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why that's 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 the goal. But um, I, I'm not sure. I I'm gonna just trying to find things like I, I remember I, I saw like a I saw like a pretty crazy video today that through Gary Vance Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. yeah he was talking about how like like oh you're about to graduate like I just looked up what to do mm-hmm. after you graduate right okay. on YouTube <laughs> just cause like what the fuck like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing in my life and they said he just said like oh Yo, you're about to enter, enter the best five years of your life like it's probably gonna be the hardest five years too but it's probably the best five years of your life so it's it's the five years well like it's the five years where you're doing the most to build, to, yeah. to like this is build. The, like this is the building, years, yeah. Man. So I'm, I'm excited. Like you're, you're brick and mortar. Like you're laying that, that, yeah, that, that foundation, foundation for yeah. your house. Like exactly. what you're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. You know, so just, you're trying to figure out where to build that base yeah, right now. You no, know, this is this is like the years where you could just you know live in a basement 
Yeah, and it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. You could. I was really thinking about you that. Could eat, like, you can eat ramen for for five, four to five days. Yeah, a week it's whatever. fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. And it's like, not like looked down upon. It's like, oh, you're like twenty something. Like you're figuring it out. Yeah, you just figure it out. You know, yeah. you don't have But if you're like twenty seven, like I have a cousin. I was talking about this earlier. I don't want to shit talk my cousin, but <laughs> like she's like twenty five, going on like twenty six, and she's like still like at home, like yeah. not sure what she's doing. Yeah, it's like, you gotta start doing something. Coming up. Yeah, coming up. You know what I mean? You can't. But yeah, these are the these are the best years. Yeah, so we're gonna be working on building your base. Yeah. Um, so to wrap it up. Uh, the last thing I like doing is I like having my guests saying, uh, one like quote or you know word of advice or something that the guests might be able to take away that you think or deem important. Oh, this is some shit that like I always think about whenever okay <laughs> okay I'm, uh, going through like hard times. It's suffer now and live the rest of your life a champion. Muhammad Ali said that. Ooh, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. Suffer right? now. Wait, one more. Suffer now, or suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion. Suffer now and re- live. Oh my god, dude, my English has been horrible <laughs> recently. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. All right, guys, that wraps it up. Thank you for watching this podcast. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all the usual stuff, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>